A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today, I've got a returning guest, David Roberts from the UK. David, a very warm welcome to you again, sir. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. And on the foist, even the first, Hmm. where did foist come from? Anyway, (laughs) um, the first episode, listeners, David and I spoke about what makes a great leader. We're going to continue that theme now, but from a slightly different perspective. We're going to introduce a word called wealth and how that may influence leaders' thinking, what part it might play. I mean, David, simple six-letter word, wealth, but boy, has it got many, many different permutations and connotations. Absolutely. I mean, and everyone kind of, well, you, you, the, the moment you hear the word wealth, you you, you kind of go towards money as the, as the initial thing that you think about. But actually, if you look at the uh, origins of, of the word, it's, it's sort of more steeped in, in, in well-being and, and, and health. So, so, you know, I suppose I look, I look at uh, the whole concept of wealth, especially linked to leadership, as about outcomes. So, so the kind of outcomes that you're looking to create as a leader could be financial outcomes, they could be service-related outcomes. I'm very passionate about, about service. Um, and also, whatever the enterprise or the activity uh, that you're engaged in, it is about, if it's about making a difference, it's about how you can create the change that's required. Uh, you know, and so that's another outcome. So, so yeah, so wealth uh, really, and, and, and what that actually means, kind of depends on the circumstances and, and the motivations for the individual or the organisation. Mm, so diverse isn't it i love what you how you frame that david there's a i can't remember it verbatim but there's something uh, on wikipedia around the definition of wealth and it brings it's a really holistic good um, description because it brings in things like uh, social status um, happiness love i mean love's not a we haven't touched upon that simple four-letter word love, have we, in, in the context of leadership? I know in the previous episode we spoke about, you know, heart-centered leadership, you know, leading from the front, from the heart in that respect. But this this definition of happiness, um, you know, and, and, and good good health and, and just joy and this whole kind of, as I say, holisticness. But there is that conditioning that we have when when, when you mention a word. And as we know, words have energy that this, you know, not for all of us, but there's, there's that automatic assumption of he or she's talking about money. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I mean, from, from my experience, actually, just, just today, uh, I, I run, I run an underfloor heating company in the UK called New Heat. And we're, we're a very values-driven organization uh, and we we've been running uh, broadcasts for the for the for the, for the business uh, once a fortnight where you know some of us are working remotely some of us are in the office uh, some of us work out in the field out in the community and um, so we're running broadcasts uh, online for for, uh, for for a couple of years now and we'll continue to do so and uh, there is a, a genuine interest in 
the service that we're looking to deliver, a genuine interest in how we're doing and how different parts of the of business are, are, are doing to deliver that service. There's also a genuine interest in in people. So, you know, the people in the business have asked for more personal stories, you know, about about what's happening in individuals lives you know and celebrating new starters celebrating uh, and, and congratulating people who leave as well who are going on to to, to do something uh, somewhere else and also those personal events that happen happen in in their lives like you know like weddings and and babies and and you know just well anything really we it will celebrate anything if if, if somebody wants to wants to share it uh, but also people are interested in how we're doing financially so so you know uh, money is not is not a dirty word you know uh, it's money is a kind of a a measure of value and i think if you if you look on on money um as a kind of a as, as a kind of a currency and you look on relationships as a kind of a currency um, and if you look on the service that you offer and, and delivering on your promises as a kind of a currency uh, then then they're all valid measures of wealth because the other way of looking at wealth is it's about value and not value is in values but value is in you know the difference that you make to other people and and their lives and with underfloor heating uh, we are looking to make people feel lovely and warm and cozy in their in their homes uh, but we're looking to do it in such a way which makes the whole experience easy for them um, and and a kind of a memorable experience you know so um and easy to do as well for for people that are installing the kit and all that kind of thing so so that whole kind of thing about um about wealth um it depends on how how you look at it and i think taking the full breadth of the definition into account and into your thought process actually there's lots of opportunity there um if you just look at it from a financial point of view then yeah you can come across as being very single-minded and only in it for the money and that's where the unhelpful connotations can come across mm. what came to me there david as you were speaking was there's a bridge you know between this this very diverse uh expansion of say i don't know um i don't know you're talking to somebody uh, at the bus stop a stranger you're in a queue in a bank queue supermarket queue whatever and you just strike up a conversation with somebody mm. uh, as opposed to like you said you know you've got a commercial business and your bottom line you're constantly assessing whether you're you know delivering a value valued driven service and on the surface of it, they're very diverse scenarios. I don't actually think they are. And please allow me to explain why, listeners, in as much that there is a bridge and there's a term which some might say belongs more in the corporate world and certainly within the financial echelons called return on investment. And I love the way, David, that you've introduced that word quite a few times around values. And surely, whether we're talking to, you know, the stranger in the bus queue, we're exchanging energy, thoughts, you know, jokes, love, whatever that may be. We may never even see that person again. There's a return on investment for time there, isn't it? Um, OK, David, it's been fascinating to talk to you while we've been waiting for the bus. I'm really, really pleased that you told me you've got two cats and 10 dogs and 15 kids or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, you've invested time and emotion in that dance, that conversation. 
Yeah. The return on that for me as the listener or the participant is immeasurable. Yeah, yeah, totally um, agree. You know, conversely, with the more quantitative, so that's qualitative. So the more quantitative, well, do the books, are the books, you know, is this a good job? Have we underpriced it? Are we giving good value? Are we as a company and the customer getting a good return? So you've got two very contrasting situations that are bridged by a simple three-letter phrase of return on investment. Yeah, um, yeah. And and I think when as leaders, because aren't we all leaders, David? I mean, you know, for me, I have a view and a strong view, opinion, that the greatest leaders in this world are mothers. Okay. Now, you know, in some quarters that lands very well. In other quarters, it's like, hang on, you know, and, and I'll leave it to you listeners to to kind of judge why it lands favorably or not. And, mm. um, any mm. thoughts around that uh, on the surface of it, David? Quite contentious statement. Well, um, I, 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 I totally agree, though, with, with you, because, because mothers or, or, the, or the role of motherhood is definitely a key leadership role. And, uh, and again, you, 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 in the family unit, you get scenarios where there's a, there's a mother and a father and they're both present. You get other scenarios where there's one or the other. You get some scenarios where there's two mums. You get some scenarios where there's two dads. And so that all of those multiple scenarios uh, exist. But, but that role of, of, of motherhood is definitely a, a leadership role uh, in the same way that, in the same way that, that there's, there's a kind of like a fatherhood role as well. And, and um, yeah, so I, I personally believe that, that leadership is actually, is actually a role of service. So, uh, and, and one, one thing that resonates with me is that if, if you, if you want to be somebody, you need to serve somebody. So, so, and again, that starts with yourself as we talked about in the last episode, but when it comes to your service of others, that's how, your role as a leader uh, manifests and um you know there, there's no there's no greater servant than a mother of a newborn child uh, as an example um by the same token um i'm a father and uh, and and i know that i've taken on that 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 father role um and also at times i i've i've stepped in as as a, as a mother as well i've got two teenage daughters and uh, and there are some things that are definitely not <laughs> not discussed with me <laughs> but are discussed with 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 their mum uh who's, who's who does a brilliant job at doing that but um but yeah absolutely right i think i think you know you you can look at those uh, perhaps uh, traditional uh, family roles as being great exemplars for how to be um a leader and one only has to think about the effect that one's parents have on one's life. You know, I mean, if, if you've, um, and it doesn't matter really what kind of, uh, you know, how, how good in inverted commas, a mum or a dad, uh, you, you know, you think you had, um, they had an effect on you. And that came with the, with the values that also then came with the environment that they created. Um, and uh, it's interesting how, how, you know, you, you see, you see people who've been um, almost unprotected as a child, growing up with certain uh, you know characteristics that, that they then need to um, you know learn about themselves and then resolve and, and and work with but then by the same token you get people who by comparison may have been overprotected who then have 
another set of uh, unique circumstances that they've grown up in to, to then overcome or or work with or or resolve or whatever it might be. So so it's definitely a very very influential uh, role, and again plays to that sort of definition really, which is leadership is about people. Mm, absolutely. As we start to draw towards a close day, uh, close, David, I want to ask you one big question to finish off with, but just pause and hold that thought for a moment. Before doing so, invite you in again to share your contact details. How can people reach out, find out more about you, connect with you? Okay, good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm most often found on on LinkedIn, uh, and uh, yeah, so it's David Roberts on LinkedIn. I'm on all the social media channels though. I've got a Facebook page uh, as well, so uh, so I, I can be found on on social media. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said last time around, I think uh, I'll be able to give you my email address so we can put that in the show notes. So uh, so if people want to contact me, they can dig into the show notes and, and find my contact details there. Superb. And as David said, listeners, his bio and his overview there and all his details will be in the show notes. So the big question, David, I often close out by using this approach. I want you to imagine that we've just met in a hotel reception. We've struck up a great conversation, um, very much the way we have over these two episodes. And we're just about to go into the lift up to the next floor. So... It takes the elevator 30 seconds to get to the next level. And then at the next level, I'll metaphorically go left, you'll go right, and we'll probably never even see each other again. You know, it was it was ships passing in the night, call it what you will. But as we get in the elevator, I kind of say to you, David, it's been fascinating to hear about your thoughts and your views on leadership. And bearing in mind, you know, our paths may never cross again. By the time this lift gets to the next floor in 30 seconds, what can I take away? How can I be a more effective leader? Give me something to work on. Okay. So the first thing I would suggest that you do is, is to work out what it is that you want. Because if you can be really clear on what it is that, that you want for your life um, and what, what difference it is you want to make for other people, then that will give you a, um, a really firm starting point uh, and from then you can then uh, make decisions about what you do um so starting off so, so what what do you want and then it's about then creating that that perfect day so if you can work out what you want so family friends work love relationships exercise environment all of those sorts of things what do you want really spend some time thinking about that invest that little bit of time in yourself and then say okay so what would my perfect day uh, look like and then spend the next few months incrementally working towards create making that perfect day happen um, as many days as you possibly can i've got to say david the lift just went up and down up and down a few times <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was pretty good i thought that was maybe 31 seconds uh, just as we were saying goodbye as you were going left and i was going right <laughs> uh, who's counting, who's counting? <laughs> um, okay David thank you so much for your part you've played in these two episodes absolute pleasure and I love what you're doing with World Game Changers keep it keep it going it's brilliant thank you yeah there's one or two effective leaders in there I might add mm. but um, yeah, may, maybe soon listeners we might do a 500th episode 
conversation around effective leadership because that's imminent that's very very imminent episode 500 coming very 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 soon so on that positive warm leading note i'm going to sign off the way i always do by saying remember the world's changing how will you respond thanks very much for listening to this world game changers podcast episode Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>